Unpleasant dreams. Well, not yet, because I usually do that at the end. And welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. That's why I say unpleasant dreams. Elvira. My cousin and I are both big Elvira fans. I almost met her. Uh, one of my enemies met her and fuck him. But anyway, because um, he always wants to be in the driver's seat. But enough about that um, fake person. Um, Elvira. Oh my god, Elvira. My cousin and I are both fans of hers. And that's why I always say unpleasant dreams. What a what a crazy week it's been. Shit is about to get crazier. As I look at the news and everything, I will say it's like an episode of Veep. If you've never seen Veep, yeah, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. And it makes a mess. Sue, Sue, Sue. Did the president call? No. No. Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, there's the briefing on the fiscal responsibility bill at the White House. I just, I assumed you'd be there. I w- wasn't invited. What? This is happening right now. F- that POTUS. Selena is on next year's list of hurricanes. Oh. F- what if it hits and we get headlines saying Selena causing large-scale devastation? People won't equate you with a natural disaster, ma'am. Really, Amy? Because I've met some people, okay? Real people. And I got to tell you, a lot of them are f***ing idiots. I'm going. They can't keep me out there. Do you recall a document shared on the J-Drive titled The Jonad Files? Uh, no, no, ma'am. That doesn't ring a bell. So it's not a word combining Jonah and Gonad? Not to I my can knowledge. confirm that that is exactly what it is, and Mr. Egan knows that. In fact, Mr. Egan, I was told that you encourage staffers to add to this glossary of abuse. I do not, uh, at this moment in time, recall the action, uh, nor the uh, document. Okay, maybe this action. will jog your memory. We have some extracts. J-Rock, Jizzy Gillespie, Jack and the Giant Jackoff, Galeon, Tinkerballs, Wadzilla, One Erection. Do we have to go through all of these? I'm not sure that I see the relevance. The witnesses claim they held their former colleague in high regard, and I am attempting to prove otherwise. Okay, yeah, sure, no, you can proceed. The pointless giant, the 60-foot virgin, chimpanzee. Okay, so I think we know why we are here. Mm. Yes, ma'am? Yes, we do. I don't know why we are here. Me neither, but I love meeting new people. She is offering you vice president, you monument of vaginal dryness. Well, then, no. I'm sorry? I said no, as in never. I will be president or I will be nothing. And in fact, if I don't get the nomination, I might run as a third party just to fuck your shit up. You shut the fuck up, you dumb racist. They say us, don't you see? You've just been offered the second most powerful job in the world. No, you shut up, Uncle Jeff. I will not let anyone speak to me like that. President or nothing? Yeah. Fucking army? Ah, you cockless I cockroach? You I didn't mean, all of you don't get me. Remember, you're shaped like a racist. I am not shaped like a racist. With my car. When they like I did in kindergarten. Car. Figure out and what that is with purpose you and repetition. Okay, fine. Jesus fucking Christ. I'll be vice president. Just stop yelling at me. All right. Come on. Very 
this is not very No, I have one condition. Oh, shit. I want my best friend Richard. No, and your only friend. I want Richard to be secretary of farm shit. Well, we're gonna have to fire Dan. Why do you want to fire him? Um, just as a way of saying sorry for yelling at you earlier. You know, feminism. That sounds great. Fire Dan. He sucked. <laughs> do you notice? Really, that's what we're going on now. Um, and I'm not going to get political. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. But really, seriously... It's like something out of Veep. It really fucking is. It's like something out of Veep. And when reality stars, reality stars. I'll, I'll get to that. Oh, jeez. Here's here's what I said earlier. And the nominees for indictment of a guest star in a reality program are. Yeah. <sighs> you know, Andy Warhol once said, everyone will be famous for 15 minutes. And he was right. I'm not famous. So I don't have to worry about my 15 minutes. But there are certain people in the world who are, remain nameless. Who had a reality show or two. And let the power go to their heads. And what happened? What the fuck happened? And so Veep is a sobering reminder in a world of shit. And the fact that it would come to pass. All of that craziness. That we are experiencing. Where. Patty, Patty Smith once said. The lines of reality are. The lines are getting so blurred. And it's getting harder to tell what's real. Anymore. Okay. So the same could be said about what's going on now. It really is. We live in a really crazy world. Crazy. It's not even Patsy Cline crazy. Written by the effervescent um, Willie Nelson. I've talked to people who don't particularly like Willie. I love Willie. Oh my god. <laughs> you know, they don't they don't like Willie and or they'll fight me when I say, you know, he wrote crazy. No, he didn't Pat Patsy didn't write it. That that's always um you really want to shit on someone's stick right there. Tell them that Willie Nelson wrote crazy. Not Patsy Klein, because they assume that the person who's singing the song wrote it, and that used to be the case. You know, that used to be the case on the road again. Yeah, yeah. But Willie, I it's sad. I know people who don't like Willie. I like Willie. Come on, Willie Nelson is an icon. I think they don't like him because of the marijuana. <sighs> but you know, marijuana is really not a bad thing. Okay? Really isn't. And Willie Willie hasn't done anything bad to anybody and he's Willie. He's on the road again. And that's what I'm talking about. We live in this crazy world. 
And the other day I was talking about Aretha Franklin. And I remember someone once telling me that they lost respect for her. (laughs) R-E-S-P-C-T. Because respect is about sex. Now, this person is white. This person probably has never even had sex. And um, I'm not going to say who they are. And I said, actually, Aretha's version is not about sex and it shouldn't matter. It's civil rights battle cry. But you wouldn't know that because you don't like black people. Just just by how they worded it to me, I could tell. I was like, oh, how sad for you. It's probably why you haven't had sex. One time, and I thought I was dying. I could feel the flesh falling off the bones. Yeah, yeah, because you've got every hour you get higher, yeah. and then you think it's not hitting me, it's not hitting me, and then you double down, and sure. then you're it's like a bath. <laughs> and has there ever been a pot you've smoked that you didn't like? I've said this before pots like sex, some's better than others, but it's all good. I ate too many cookies. <laughs> oh my god, Willie, he, he really is on the road again. Um, there's a really great. SNL, well, it's with the church lady and Willie Nelson. And you know the church lady. Come on. Come on. Did Elvira ever go on church? That would have been great. Oh, my God. I remember watching Mistress of the Dark when I was a kid. And I absolutely loved it. Oh, my God. I was howling. I thought it was howling. I thought she was pretty. I still think she's pretty. Cassandra Peterson. Just amazing. You know, I read her book. Her book was so poignant. And it that really says a lot about someone to open up like that and, and tell their story. And I applaud Elvira. Oh, my God. Just amazing i can't find it i can't find it i'm looking for it um but he's on the road again so yeah (laughs) this is just one of you know we're almost at freeform friday i mean come on um but it's been a crazy week i've done too many shows and I was told by someone about my show. They like my show. And that's great. I've had a few guests. I haven't had very many. Um, I should be having a guest coming soon. A very good friend of mine. Whose opinion I totally respect. This guy. Highly intelligent. And has really good taste in music. And in film. But I won't tell you who it is. I'm also working on getting Jason Almy to come back because we need to talk about some films. And um and then I'm maybe another friend. Um but yeah, I haven't had very many people on this show. Probably cuz I'll be honest with you. It's I'm the sole creator of the show. So it's kind of hard for me to turn over the reins to someone else and let them talk. Because I do like to talk. I do. Sometimes I overdo it. I am a motor mouth. I was called that as a child that I talk too much. And my grandmother, my mother's mother would always say Fechavoca to me, which is Portuguese for shut your mouth. So, yeah. But she talked a lot too. So, I mean, come on. You know, it takes one to know one. Um, you know, and um, 
but when I have a guest on this show, I re- it really makes me nervous. It makes me nervous because it's like, is it going to go well? So, yeah, when someone says they want to be on the show. <laughs> so that's why I did the tribute to my friend George, because he wanted to be on the show. He wanted to be on the show. I said, OK. I was kind of stunned by that because he's an interviewer, you know, but. um, Yeah. And um, I didn't publicize it because I think of him as a buddy. I don't think of him as, you know, this interviewer. He's a buddy. We're two buddies talking about film. He told me to watch The Devils, and I watched it. So, you know, I have the utmost respect for him. I really do. Uh, and I respect, you know, uh, the other thing is I don't, I don't like to hit him up with messages. Because that's just, you know, that's not cool. That's not cool. Um, but celebrating his birthday was really special. And when I when I turn 50, I want to be just like you. So not with the motorcycles, though. He's going to Burning Man. I would love to go to Burning Man. Maybe next year after after I've gone through this substituting. You know what I mean? That is just so nerve-wracking to me. But anyway... Anyway, concert season is almost here. September, I'm going to go see Montley Crew, Poison, ugh. Def Leppard. I like Def Leppard, but I'm really looking forward to Joan Jett. Oh, my God. My friends don't like Joan because they think she's political. Okay. All right. Well, she's played for the troops, so don't get it twisted, bitch. Um, and then that's uh, that's the seventh. And then the 11th, I'm going to go see Nine Inch Nails, Trent. (sighs) And then September 21st, I'm going to go see Buddy Guy for the second time this year. Because my friend didn't get to go see him the last time. And and I took her daughter. So it was was a memorable night. Now, October October is going to be a fuck fest. And I'm so thankful that I will be off that week. Because I will be going to see now. This is this is how it's going to happen. First, it's going to be Miss Sugar, followed by the Black Keys, and then Aftershock Thursday night, and then Aftershock Friday night, and then that's it. And then in November, the week before Thanksgiving, I'm going to go see Arcade Fire and Beck. I'm really going for Beck. That's really why I bought the ticket. But I'm I kind of like Arcade Fire too. So to my Canadian friends, oh you're gonna get the videos. They love Arcade Fire because you know Arcade Fire is Canadian. So yeah. That's like those of you in this country who have never heard of um the tragically hip. I have. Because you know, they're famously rich. Come on, let's just go. <laughs> I I sang that song one time for them because when I hear it, his vocal delivery kind of reminds me of Michael Stipe from R.E.M. And yet at the same time, it's his own it's his own thing. I am such a big Behemoth fan. I want to give a shout out to Tony. We both love Behemoth. That's my goal is for us to go see a Behemoth show together. We're going to make it happen. I've got Behemoth coffee. I'm, I'm very sick. Not, well, uh, 
figuratively, because, you know, I'm a fan. I've got the cup that I drink the behemoth coffee in. Um, I've got, if they had a behemoth action figure, I would get it. I should have got the Lemmy one. Um, I have the book. I have the CDs. See, I buy the CDs because you can transfer them to digital. There are only certain people I will buy CDs for, okay? There are just only certain people. And, um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's going to be an interesting time. A lot of changes, a lot of challenges. Oh, so yeah, but I'm still going to do the show. What I might do is just record it early in the morning and then you get it when you get it. So, uh. This this week really was a busy week. It was not just a busy week uh, career-wise, but podcasting-wise because, you know, and I've got family coming over, and it's like, oh, geez, how do I fit a show in? And then I have to stay active, and um, I'm getting blood work tomorrow, so I'm not looking forward to it. So I have to fast, so I'm in a very interesting mood. Um when I fast, but you know, I do what the doctor says sometimes. <laughs> I'm also sometimes a comedian. So this week, these are the shows I did. Sunday, we started off with Who's Afraid of Virginia Wolf? Mm, yes. Uh, Monday was Film Scores and How They Heighten the Film. Tuesday was Strombo and the Devils. Uh,. Yeah. Oh, it was two for Tuesday, wasn't it? Yeah. It was, because August 16th was also the... I did one on Aretha and Elvis and how they share a death date. Weird. Or is the lady at Starbucks? She's so sweet. Um, She said it was almost like it was meant to be, and it was. You've got the Queen of Soul, and you've got the King of Rock and Roll. But I personally prefer the Queen of Soul. Because that's just me. That's just me. You don't have to be like me. I don't want anyone to be like me. Some Like It Hot was yesterday, which was Wednesday. Today is Thursday. Weird. Well, let's dedicate this to Behemoth. I'm looking at a Behemoth. Um, I kept the box that all this stuff came in. Because I love the symbol. Oh, my God. My God. Come on. Come on. Behemoth, to me, are kind of like... A really dark kiss. Not a kiss kiss. Like the band kiss. And. I just. I, I Hey. If they did a duet with Willie Nelson. And the lead singer. He has another band called. Uh, what is it called? Okay. We're going to go to their page. Yeah. They're a Polish band death metal band although they don't like um labels okay and they consist of nurgle. adam nurgle inferno and orion okay orion's real name oh we're the same age great Tomasz Rublewski. maybe i am polish and then there's who else? Come on. I won't. Damn it. 
won't let me do it. Zbigniew Robert Perminski. And then Nurgle. Adam Darsky. Yeah. And then, don't they have another guitarist? Let's see. <sighs> um... Uh, I think so. They're touring guitarist. <laughs> Controversy. Oh, jeez. Okay, yeah, they do have a touring. Um, uh, okay, their lead rhythm guitar. Yeah. Patrick Dominic Stiver. Yeah, they're that's their um he should be a part of the band. Come on. Behemoth. <laughs> oh, I I am I'm such a fan of theirs. I I follow Nurgle. I I read the book. I'm still reading it. I'm still reading it. And if they can come out with a Funko Pop. Uh Yeah. Um I'm looking for an interview of his because he's a very interesting interviewer. An interviewee. He he fought cancer. He fought the Polish government. He fought conservatives. Got pissed at him because he ripped up the Bible. Because he's a Satanist. Here we go. This is from Loudwire. Divide and rule. That's, that's the ancient formula. Divide and impera. That's what the Polish government does. You know, they just... They need enemies and they need scapegoats. And I'm their, one of their favorite scapegoats and enemies. In 2010, Nurgle was facing up to two years in prison under Polish blasphemy law for tearing up a Bible on stage. He called the Bible a book of lies and the case went all the way to the Polish Supreme Court. It was just the beginning of a decade of legal trouble for the behemoth frontman. You know, regularly I'm being called to court or uh, to, you know, for like interview, by the police, mm. it's, it's, it's insane. I mean, just leave me alone. You know, I truly, I, I pay a lot of taxes in this country, you know. I'm not saying, you know, I'm not asking for immunity here. Mm. I'm just asking for protection. Protect me from opportunists and idiots. <laughs> Poland, please protect me, I need you. You were tangled up in court for the blasphemy hearing for Five years, I think it was. It was a really long time for something that happened in mm. 2007, and they kept finding ways to recharge you with slightly different crimes each time. And you got acquitted, and you got charged again. Yeah. Uh, you know, and during this time, you were also fighting cancer. Yeah, <laughs> that must have been a very difficult time in your life. You can, you can. Imagine that those problems were the least important on the list of you know problems in my life back then because I was like with all my vitality and life affirmation and lust for life, I was all focused on just beating the shit out of this motherfucker 
that was um, growing here, like the phys physical form was right in the middle of my chest. When I was breathing, I was whistling. Mm. It was kind of funny. I mean, I remember when I was out like with my ex, went out to Greece and I was already sick and I was falling asleep and she was laughing, why are you whistling? Like, because when I, when I was breathing, it's like, I'm sweating more, like triple what I usually sweat, why? And then, then I ended in the hospital. Uh, it happened to, that I had like a one and a half liter, which is three times this, three times this in my, uh, it was stuck in my lungs. And then they would just uh, put like a pipe, like they would just drill the pipe through my ribs straight to my lungs. Mm -hmm. And I'd be walking with a can for like two days. Step by step, I would just get stronger and stronger. Started working out. Started with Nordic walking first, just walking. Mm -hmm. Then uh, I really got into running, so I just couldn't stop running. And I remember it was spring, the sun was up, I was... I had an apartment uh, right by the beach uh, in Gdansk. Every morning I would just put some heavy music on my earphones and, and I would just, you know, run into the forest and listening to fucking, you know, hard rock and heavy metal and feeling alive. And it, I remember it was a beautiful feeling, very vital, very uplifting um, spirit. And uh, when I got to the point, you know, with my brain and my body that I was ready to, you know, fight back those, um, you know, uh, surreal accusations, mm -hmm. I was like, okay, you know, round three on the ring, Nigel, kick the shit out of this, you know, idiots. And that's what I did. So that's uh, Adam uh, Nurgle Darsky uh, talking to Loudwire. I, I just love his presence. Such a great singer. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see. He's in another band call well it's me okay it's he's in behemoth and then he's also in uh me and that man kind of like country blues and folk uh, i'm such a i'm such a fan come on I'm, you know here we go from behemoth and you're watching loudwire enjoy it i want to talk about the ritualistic aspect of Behemoth. There's a lot of the ceremonial sounds in the music, but I want to talk about what happens off stage. I see pictures of you guys joining hands before shows. I've read on some message boards, some stuff about thelemic rituals and hotel rooms. So what else is there going on to Behemoth as far as the more spiritual ritualistic aspect of the band that maybe a lot of us don't see? I think it's pretty individual in each, in each of our cases. I mean, uh, apart from uh, reconnecting together before we go on stage, I can't say that we are just doing like some rituals uh, before the show. No, no, no. We are, uh, I mean, mm, we are practicing life. We are, 
using um, <laughs> magic that is out there to to uh, to connect with ourselves. The way I see ma like magic is 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 like I see a buffet. You know, you make your own composition. You know, you pick up what what serves you. Mm -hmm. You pick it up. You mix it up, and and you're the creator of of this. Of this process but that's what i like about this everybody has their own practice their own definition of it there is nothing true. set there is no one true way to do it that's how i like it to be you know I, I like it i like things when they're like loosely when they're loose and you just it's really up to individual you know how how, how one will approach them and how and i think that's just my sense of freedom you know and my sense of how I approach life, it's, I'm not really in position to tell people what to do, you know, and I hate when people try to force something upon myself, you know, just give me, give me chances, give me opportunities, give me um, options, because, and then I'll take it from there, and I'm just gonna, or I don't, or I, or I won't, you know what I mean, it's, I think that's, that's the best ever. Yep. That is Nurgle talking about Behemoth. Yeah. Oh, I love it. They're one of the most terrifying live bands, right? No. Really? Really? Oh, my. I didn't think so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I saw Behemoth on Friday the 13th. So, <laughs> yeah. It's great. It's great. That's the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Giving you behemoth and music and ending it all tonight. As the wonderful Cassandra Peterson always ends. This is like when Carol Burnett would tug the ear for her grandma. This is for my cousin. Unpleasant dreams. Unpleasant dreams.